Hi, welcome to Literary Italy. Follow us on Facebook at Literary Italy. Follow us on Twitter at Literary Italy. Follow us on Instagram at Literary Italy Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, the best way is to send us an email. Our email address is mail at literaryitaly.com. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, if you have any ideas for the show, go ahead and send it to mail at literaryitaly.com. And our website is www.literaryitaly.com. Hi, Anne. Hi, Jim. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So this is kind of a mini bonus episode. Uh, You're sticking your chin out at me, and I don't (laughs) think it is a mini, because this one is free. (laughs) Yes. So you're getting much more value for your money. Well, with because this I, I started going off on a tangent and thinking about spooky Italy. Yeah. Because we were we were talking in that last episode about Luigi Capuana, about how there isn't so much a tradition of Italian literature like horror. And yet there is. We're and finding more. Well, certainly for for cinema there is. Yeah. Um uh, there's definitely a lot of like slasher. What do they call it? Um, uh, slasher movies, uh-huh. um, horror. Th- th- I don't watch these movies, so I don't know that much about them. But um, we're going to talk today, actually, uh, more about places. Yes, places, in and you were going to tell them about our spooky, our spooky adventure, our spooky adventure. So I have a question for you, Jim. First. Yes, please. Have you ever? Seen a ghost in Italy? Yes. Really? No. No, I remember. I, th- I, th- I thought this was, I thought I was supposed to remember. Oh, don't you remember? That's how your hair turned gray, Jim. I thought that was going to be it. Well, you know, the thing is, I there's several times I've been in places in Italy where I've thought, if I were going to see a ghost, this would be the place. So several years ago, we as a family went and spent a week in a thousand-year-old castle in Umbria. Oh, okay. So this was part of my usual plan on how can we vacation for as little money as possible. I also, as one of my day jobs, I work as a doula, and so I bartered attending this couple's birth with, um, I bartered for staying for a week at a, um, in this apartment within a castle complex that Mm -hmm. they, that the, that the family owned. And I remember we were there, and this is like legit. This castle is a thousand years old, obviously has been fixed up. Thankfully, yeah. And it was only us. It was only our family of six. Mm-hmm, yeah. The, we're, we're the old bit... caretaker and his dog. And at some point, one it's, of the kids said, it's like Scooby-Doo. Right. <laughs> so we were waiting for the spooks, the ghosts, and then to find out that actually it was an it was the caretaker. Scam. <laughs> yeah, it was the caretaker. It and, was the old caretaker. And he said in Italian, I, I would have gotten <laughs> away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. And that dog. And that, the dog was very sweet. Yeah. Um, but no, we actually didn't see any ghosts there. Nope. And there was another time, I know in walking the Via Francigena, several times I stayed in very old places, again, Ancient monasteries, thousand years old, and I, I remember thinking, if I were going to see a ghost anywhere, it would be like this monk who, you know, just kind of got stuck in a, in a loop, and mm. was stuck here. But I never did. But we're going to talk today about five places in Italy that six, 
five and a half places five in Italy that just might scare the bejeebas out of you. That's and um, we've been to one of them. <laughs> so the first is... Um, Poveglia. Poveglia Island in, off of Venice. So it's a very small island. You know, as you know, Venice is like it, it's in the in the bay. It's an estuary, really. And there was this very small island, which was the burial place, especially for um, plague victims or victims of disease that would be contagious. So it's a place where you would take the bodies that might be contagious, and especially in the 18th century. So it had a reputation as a, a place of like kind of an evil place and a place where there might be malevolent spirits. And even more recently in the 20th century, it was used as an asylum. And the legend is that one of the doctors did, who was sadistic and did these horrible experiments on the residents of the asylum, who, depending on which legend you're reading, either the patients kind of rose up and killed him, or just because out of guilt, he committed suicide. But at any rate, you can sometimes, if you go to this island and you stay there overnight, I don't know who does, um, you may still hear some screams. It's been called the real life Shutter Island. I guess it has been called that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been there. I'm not going there. No. Okay. The next is Luca in Tuscany, where I actually have been. And um, Luca, I know I had heard even years ago, it was like, oh, the, the you know, so the city of witches. And I was like, well, I don't know any, you know, mm-hmm. why. But Luca has a, has a legend of this woman named Lucida Mansi, who was a noble woman, very beautiful. Um, very famous for her beauty, who married her first husband died fairly young, perhaps suspiciously. And her second husband was very old, but very, very rich. Mm, And so lots of rumors. Why would this young, beautiful woman be marrying an an old, wealthy man? Well, obviously to, to have his fortune. And so there, depending on the legend, there are some legends that she had very, you know, multiple lovers and that she killed them after a night of passion by throwing them in a pit that had knives at the bottom. Other legends that she um, made a pact with the devil to keep her beauty in exchange for her soul. And when she got to the end of her life, she was like, what? Did I say that? (laughs) Wait, no. Um, And if you go to... Luca, there is a, a botanical gardens. There was a public gardens with a pond. And if you look into the pond, you may see the beautiful face. Of that, that's where the Monsi. devil drowned her. Or as yeah. I would like to say, drowned her. Yes. Or there's another that she was on a, her carriage and the mm-hmm. carriage went into the lake. There's yeah. a, like multiple different stories. So there, yeah. there's another. So that's Luca. And Luca's a great. Luca's fantastic. Great, yeah. great, great town and to visit in Beautiful Tuscany. wall around it. So after Luca, after Tuscany, let's go down to Campania, and we get to the city of Benevento, which has for a long time, 800 years probably about, has had the nickname, the City of the Witches. <laughs> so, and it probably goes back to the the Lombards who came in and kind of conquered conquered that area. And so some of their traditions interpreted by the people of Benevento we're kind of seen as as these sort of uh, witch-like rituals. So one thing is there's a walnut tree 
which um, according to legends dating back to the 13th century, was where witches from all over Italy. It was kind of like a witch convention. Hey, hey. I'll, I'll see you in Benevento. Wait, which convention? <laughs> which convention? Oh, um, are you the keynote speaker? <laughs> you know, and they would just sort of come in. And I guess they got a mo- you know a special convention rate at the hotel, sure. but um, so the the city of Benevento has actually really capitalized on this as a tourist destination, as the city of of witches. They also make this drink called the liquori strega, which is a, a bright yellow liqu- uh, liqueur, and the yellow color comes from saffron. Mm. So there you go. There's Benevento, which I really wanted to go to at once. It's supposed to be a great city, a yep. great little town too. Not, li- I mean, it's a little city. Right. Big town, little city. Another, actually, going back up toward the Tuscany Luca area, is the small town of Capanori, which incidentally is along the Via Francigena. Mm. And there in Capanori, there is also an ancient tree that is reputed to be a tree where witches would gather. It is a 600 year old tree. And incidentally, is also the tree that um, Carlo Collodi, who's the author of Pinocchio, used in his imagination to be the spot where Pinocchio meets the cat and the fox. It's a big oak tree. It's also called the Quercia di Pinocchio. That's the yes. I guess that's an oak tree, and the one in Benevento is a walnut tree. Mm, yes. So there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> And so um, that's also, I don't know if you remember, you have to go back to our episode on Pinocchio. That's also where the cat and the fox, um, they defraud Pinocchio and they hang him. You know, it's a happy children's story. It is. I <laughs> loved it. I loved it. Uh, so Capanori in Tuscany. And then we move on up to Triora in Liguria, almost at the border. That's the Ligurian Riviera, almost at the border of France. This is a one of the it's it's listed among the Borghi più belli d'Italia, the most beautiful towns of Italy. And it's be, uh, known to be a beautiful town, but it's it's probably more known as a site of a late 16th century witch trial, massive mm-hmm. witch trial. Yep. Uh, about 400 people were were put on trial 1588. So there uh, whatever for there was famine, there was, you know, what happens? There are natural disasters and people look for someone to blame. And so they blamed and particularly these women of the town. And there was a massive trial and massive ex- executions in the town. Did they see if any of them weigh the same as a duck so that they were made out of wood? What else floats? What, what else floats in water? Very tiny rocks. <laughs> So there's also, you can go visit the, the museum, the Ethnographic Museum of Witchcraft there in Triora. Uh, you said six. Oh, the six was yes, the werewolves. Puglia. The werewolves right. of Puglia. So there is a tradition of werewolves in Puglia, and the, it's a tradition that actually extends. So follow the heel of the boot. Where do you end up? Greece. And in fact, there's there's a great influence of, of Greek culture in, in, southern, Puglia. in Puglia and southern Italy in general. And there is this, um, you can trace these, the story of the werewolves back to Greek mythology. This idea that certain people, men, almost always. Oh, it's men. Usually. It's always, 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 always. It's a reversion to Why? the bestial. Yeah. Which is interesting because vampires are male and female. 
And it's interesting because vampires sort of traditionally, male vampires prey on women. Mm -hmm. Female vampires prey on children. Children. Yeah. Uh, So they're not like a succubus. Werewolves. Just they'll um, you stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out. Jim. Yeah, I. So I was kind of thinking like werewolves of London. Why not the werewolves of Puglia? Right. So we had talked about one of our one of our dream vacations is to <laughs> just to walk from Rome to to the heel of the boot in Santa Maria de Leuca, and maybe we should do that at night and see if we find any werewolves in Puglia. I saw a werewolf in Bari. <laughs> he was eating orecchietti, he was eating a plate orecchietti, of and, and had a glass, glass of primitivo. <laughs> His hair was perfect. His hair is always perfect. He's going to use an Italian werewolf. So there are lots of um, folkloric traditions. If if not a literary tradition of horror stories, there's lots and lots of folklore. You know, as as we were saying, if you want to go on a you know, ghost tour of Rome, you're going to find it. Ghost tour of Palermo. In addition, uh, speaking of Palermo and Rome, you can visit the Capuchin crypts where they mm. have the the bones of the Capuchin friars that have been arranged in beautiful displays, but it's mm-hmm. creepy. Right. And there's also n- a number of really fascinating um, cemeteries in Italy that you could visit. Lots of creepy, cool stuff. I can't say that I've seen a ghost in Italy, but... But we haven't been looking that hard. I Maybe mean, you're I, saying I we haven't been paying attention. They've been trying right. to get our attention. Yeah, and I don't have any of my equipment that I usually have around the house for detecting ectoplasmic occurrences. We'll have to look. We really should look. And although it, what's interesting is although there isn't, you know, 18th, 19th century, a lot of the Gothic novels, these horror novels of horror, um, tend to be more British authors or French authors, often, fairly often, um, the locations are in Italy. Mm-hmm. So Italy as a, as a, as the place of horror does come up, even though the authors, for instance, um, Horace Walpole is one that I was thinking of the Castello di Otranto, the castle of Otranto, 1769, which Otranto is in Puglia, you know, this, this, kind of gothic horror story. Um, again, we're getting into Puglia. So from south to north, you're going to get folklore and traditions. I would bet you any town you go to, you're going to find a spooky story. I mean, isn't that true here? Yeah. You I've, have I've, the- I, well, I have, I, this is uh, in, in all seriousness. I've heard that Denver is one of the most haunted uh, cities in the United States. I have it on good authority that Denver Lots of ghosts in Denver. Why Beautiful are they going city. to Denver? No idea. No did they, idea. Are, did they just miss their connection just, or it's something? The skiing. They were going the, to California and they're like, oh, I just got stuck in Denver. It's just, they, they love I the skiing. I thought you were going to talk about your local, you know, growing up in Pennsylvania, oh. northeastern Pennsylvania and some northeastern ghosts. In- well, uh, it's the, um, yeah, when I was growing up, uh, one of the main cases that the, what's the series of movies? Uh, the Conjuring? Conjuring movies were based on occurrences that were happening in northeastern Pennsylvania when I was a kid. But, uh, I mean, and we knew about them. There were stories that people told uh, in, you know, I was in high school at the time, but there there was, oh, yeah, there's this family and they've been, and they're terrified. You know, quite quite seriously, they were terrified. So something, um, they certainly believed that something was happening. Um, 
but I don't have any any firsthand experience. But in Italy, so you were staying in some pretty old places. I mean, I think that's the idea is that you have these layers of hundreds. I, you know, here in the United States, you can get them in Denver. I'm just saying you can get. I'm I'm not making that up. Here in the United States, we'll say, "Oh, you know, we we live in an old house. It's almost a hundred years old," and that's like. But in Italy, that's brand new. But there have been people here for tens of thousands of years. Sure. Yep. So on, we've all, we've we've all seen poltergeist. You only we only moved the headstones. But you did not encounter any spooks on your walk on the Via Francigena. No, but someone kept moving my backpack. It's very strange. <laughs> there was one place I stayed, and, in- and I woke up and my underwear were over my head. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about. <laughs> someone that. gave me a Melvin. A, a, a ghost <laughs> gave me a Melvin in my sleep. So. In, By the way, where I was growing up, we called them wedges. I have no Melvin's. idea what a Melvin, a Melvin is. A Melvin is a wedgie. We'll have to talk you, about You know what a wedgie later. is, right? <laughs> so in Abadia Alisola, I remember I woke up in the middle of the night because I needed to use the bathroom, but I was too afraid to get out of bed because, again, I thought, here's an, a thousand-year-old monastery, and if there's any place that's going to have some sort of malevolent spirit, um, it might be here in this monastery. And I ended up just staying up most of the rest of the night because I was too afraid to go use the bathroom. Because of malevolent ghosts in a monastery. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Huh. You know what it was? It's because the bathroom had mirrors. And you know how in the movie, you don't see anything, but then you look in the mirror, and there it is, right behind you. But then you turn around, and it's not there. Yeah, that, so I, 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 that's why I never use bathrooms with mirrors. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, stay away from the mirrors and the bathrooms. Yep. Um, so that's sort of a cursory. A cursory look. Look at some of the, some at, of haunted Italy. At paranormal Italy. Yeah. We, we, you know, if you have ever been to Italy and been scared, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is it, <laughs> is it because Italian men are yelling things at you? I don't well, that's, that's happened, that's but that's happened. different. Yeah. That's totally different. All right. All right. So uh, uh, until the next episode, well, um, don't get scared. Okay. Alla prossima. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>